Hi everyone, today is April 24th, 2021. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. We've wrapped up the KC Cup. We have the top decks there. They have the top 100 in Duel Links meta, but we'll discuss some of those top decks. Um, two ongoing events, the Tag Duel Tournament and also Quattro, new character who will eventually most likely be a legendary duelist of some sort. They give uh, two cards for each of these events. So we'll talk about those four new cards. And then an unannounced but announced situation with a new box called Eternal Stream. This has not been announced in the game files, but it seems to have been leaked everywhere. So, you know, because there's so much hype around this box, we'll discuss the URs and SRs that are coming with this new box. And that will be it for this episode. So... In terms of my week in the dual world, um, KC Cup ended. I went with the Water XZ's deck. I think I placed that of the top 10,000. Usually I have a goal of hitting 10,000, but I didn't really care at all this time since it's all the same. So, you know, just did my usual. I, I think I was top... I can't say if I was top 10,000 or top fifteen. But I, I got like 10,000 DP out of it, so probably top 15,000, but not much of an event for me. And I've jumped back into ranked with Harpies. Um, I could play Water XCs if I wanted to, but just trying to play something new or old. Um, I guess I never really succeeded with Harpies. I did pretty badly with that deck. So, yeah, just, just doing it. Um, there's about a week left in the month. Uh, this is a 30... Day month, so the the cutoff to King of Games will end faster. Um, I do have a little bit of a streak going on with King of Games. I'm not, you know, sometimes I I go on and off of it, and it doesn't really matter if I don't get it. But it is 200 gems, so we'll see if I get it this week. All right, let's talk about um, esports. The KC Cup ended. Um, you know, overall impressions of the KC Cup. Um, some takeaways, I guess, that will affect the power rankings. Destiny, Draw, Star Seraph, Dark Lord pretty much took over as the top deck. We saw the reappearance of Evil Eye being a tiered deck for the first time. Showing up quite a bit in the KC Cup. Doing pretty well in the KC Cup, I must add. Blue Eyes didn't really show up, even though they show up in numbers. They didn't really show up in the KC Cup um, in terms of winning games. Anamat. Uh, the Onomatopoeia deck got more notable. Um, Thunder Dragons are still good. TGs. TGs showed up in the KC Cup. Let's talk about the top players. Zeta got an entry into the main tournament for the delayed. Would have been the World Championship for 2021, but it got delayed into the next main tournament. Zeta, Destiny, Draw, Star, Seraph, Dark Lord. Uh, there was a big deal about um, F.A. Hang on Mach being part of it, but now um, this deck doesn't have it. So it's, this this is pretty much just the Star, Seraph, Dark Lord with Chaos, Dragon, Levy, Nier. And a lot of decks have built the shell, and they have like four, four or so tech cards that they can play around with. So, you know, the core of it is Star, Seraph, Three Scepters, three Sovereignty. This will get into your XZ's plays. Also provides your Light Monsters for this deck. Dark Lords, you have the four main Dark Lords Desire. 
Ixchel, Nastin, and Tetzalapaka. You have the three Banishment of the Dark Lords. Dark Lord Contact and Dark Lord Sanctified Dark Lord are pretty much the core cards of the deck as well. Chaos Dragon, Levianir. This deck runs Dark Lord and Dusk. Not a lot of decks do. Two Book of the Moon and Divine Wrath. You pretty much have four spots for your tech cards for this deck. And of course, the the extra deck is full of rank four Xyz monsters. Kanzawa Anamata play Anamata deck. Um, this is pretty much the deck um, you see ever since they added Gaga Ga Tag um, and Gaga Ga Wind, uh, Gaga Ga Child into this deck. Um, pretty much the same deck. One Utopic Anamata Pia, three Gaga Ga Coat, uh, one Gaga Head, one Go 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 Glove. One Mancer, one Child, three Sister, one Buster, Gagaga Bolt, two Hatrunade, three Dododo Draw, one Gagaga Tag, one Gagaga Wind. Third place, negative one, three decks here Titan Showdown, Evil Eye. Um, not much to say about Titan Showdown, Evil Eye. They've pretty much made it. They've they've added Cataplepus. They have two copies of Medusa. Otherwise, the deck's pretty much the same. Destiny Draw. Shiranui. Shiranui are back just this once uh, with a deck. And level duplication Thunder Dragons. This is pretty much Thunder Dragons with a volcanic wall in the deck. Fourth place is a player named Crespuscolo who has not um, submitted their decks to Dulung's meta, but presumably it was a TG deck. We have a TG deck at number 10 as well. Fifth place is Aid King. Destiny Draw. Um... Star Seraph Dark Lord. Again, this is the same deck. Um, M Dusk, Cosmic Cyclone, two Karma Cuts, and level augmentation FA Dark Lord. This is not FA Star Seraph Dark Lord, it's just FA Dark Lord. Star Seraph are gone, three copies of FA Hang on Mock. This is a bit of an OTK deck because they run three into the voids to help you draw a lot of stuff. And of course, with the FA Hang on Mock, you would like to. Throw in some Forbidden Lance. This deck has three of them. Sixth place, Shota Anamata play Anamat. Um, yeah, it's the same old deck. I can't really say much more about it. Seventh place, So Level Tuning Star Seraph Dark Lord. So Level Tuning uh, lets you get into like a smaller Xyz play if you wanted to. Um... You turn them into level 1 to 4. So you turn your big monsters into a level 4 Xyz. That's pretty much the goal here. This deck is a little more unconventional. It runs um, Dark Lord Uko back as a card. And also, uh, So brought Anima to play Anima. Same old deck. Eighth place, Kinds, level duplication, Thunder Dragon. This is pretty much a pure Thunder Dragon deck. 3 Chaos Dragon, Levineer. 3 Dragon Hawk. 3 Dragon Dark. Two Sphere Kribo, one Dragon Duo, two Dragon Roar, two Raiden, three Aloof Lupine, two Charge of Light Brigade, and one Melody. Ninth place, Little Faker, Anamata Play, Anamat. Again, same old deck, but this one's a little more teched out. It's got Lightning Vortex, Offerings to the Doomed. In tenth place, Shiranui number one. This is the TG deck. Set Delta XL, Dino Lightsworn TG. So, TG cards, you got three copies of TG Screw Serpent, and three copies of Booster Raptor. Um, that's really all you need for the TG deck. Three copies of Miscellaneous Source, two copies of Raiden Hand of Light Sworn. That's 
pretty much nope the screw serpents also tuner two bulk of the moon two cosmic cyclone two forbidden lance two charge of light brigade and lightning vortex in terms of the um synchro deck here got battle wasp hama the conquering bow which is a pretty good card it lets you get into seven plus one into that play Shirinui squire saga Brionic, dragon of light barrier Two TG Star Guardians, one Assault Blackwing Onamaru, and TG Recipro Dragonfly. I'm assuming this is what the fourth place player used as well, because they used Bruno. Yeah, those are your top decks. Um, top 100, 11th place used Harpies, so that's a, that's a deck. Minato used Harpies for 11th place. No Harpy Oracle as of that time. Blue Eyes placed 13th. Uh, let me see what else is notable here. Emote deck. Cyber Dragon's at 21. Ninja Ninja Blue Eyes at 23. I am at 28. In the same decks. Ritual Beast at 38. Black Wings at 42, pretty much a classic Black Wings deck. Order XZs finally showed up at 47. Destiny Heroes at 52. Yoshirunui at 66. Got a Stromberg deck at 74. A pure TG deck at 77. Flight Control TG. Out of Flight Control. And that's the top 100. Yeah, it's changed up the meta a little bit, I think. Um, There's no Duel Links meta um, weekly this week. They had a bunch of the free tournaments. So we'll talk about the World of Duel Revolution 1. Tournament of the EU, as we, as I can tell. First place, Zephyrist. Destiny draws Star Seraph Dark Lord. This pretty much is the top deck at the moment. And tech slots include a Book of the Moon, Lightning Vortex, Phoenix Chain, and Karma Cut for this deck. I'm not sure what, what's going to happen here. Like, is Destiny Draw going to get nerfed? Or is the Star Seraph Engine going to get nerfed? Or Dark Lord's going to get nerfed even more? I don't really know. Second place, Gabo. Titan Showdown Evil Eye. This is another deck that was a winner of the, um, as a result of the KC Cup. Um, not much to say. You could play around with how many Evil Eye defeat you run, Treacherous Trap Hole, Storms, you know, otherwise the Monster Core, the equips, the field spells, pretty much the same. Top 4 Mirage Destiny Draw Star Seraph Neos. This has no Dark Lords in it. it. Has Neos Engine, two Neos Fusion, Elemental Hero Neos, DD Crow, Sphere Karibo, and more back row slots. Up four Loliot Destiny Draw Star Seraph Dark Lord. You know, pretty much the same core here. Back row includes Mystical Space Typhoon, Venus Chain, and two Karma Cuts. As a result, as a result of this, um, Star Seraph Dark Lord have vaulted. Into first place above Blue Eyes in Tier 1. This is the Duel Links meta power rankings. A more dynamic look than the tier list. 18.7 for Star Surf Dark Lords. 
remember they maxed out 25 and Blue Eyes almost hit 25. They were like in the 24s, well into the 24s. And um, yeah, Casey Cup really showed that. Blue Eyes down to 18.3. I'm not sure if they're going to get pushed to Tier 2, but enough people are playing it that it's not. Tier 2, both of the decks have gone up quite a bit. Harpies at 11.9. They're about to get into Tier 1. And Anamot has gone up to 10.6. And Tier 3, Cyber Dragons have gone up a little bit, 4.6. Evil Eye have come onto the tier list at 3.8. They've taken off um, Fire King and Thunder Dragons off the power rankings. I think the power rankings should be more inclusive to include some of the, like a tier four deck. Thunder Dragons are t- are clearly like right now they're not they're not the best right now, but people are playing them a lot. If you're going into the King of Games grind, you're going to see enough uh, Thunder Dragons in there. Fire King I have seen less of, so I guess that's a little more understandable. Um, Evil Eyes for sure. I guess this is more geared towards the tournament scene. Um, but, but people will still play... They're still going to play Thunder Dragons in the tournament scene right now. Alright, so... Let's talk about the new cards this week for the rest of the episode. Quattro Roaming Event. This is not the acquisition event for Quattro, but we do see him in Dual World Dexel. So if you pretty much grind out uh, Duke Devlin to level him up. And you'll switch over to Zexel World, and we'll see Quattro here. Um, what I don't get is he get, he just gives like two new cards, and then like eight eight repeated cards. Um, Umbridge, the Elemental Lord, Dark Crusader, Obsidian Dragon, Maniacal Servant, Dark Mambly. These are cards that I guess it's for newer players to get from old events that they didn't get. But you know, as a player collecting the new cards, you kind of just run into these up all your space or you're farming or whatever I, i'm not farming it but uh, i'm getting enough of the cards we get the gimmick puppet archetype which we i assume will fill out once we get quattro himself or like they also throw in like a mini box or something so it's possible these cards come from a future box as well so gimmick puppet eggheads a ur earth machine level 4 1600 1200 you can use the effect of Gimmick Puppet Head once per turn. It has two effects. Um, you can discard one Gimmick Puppet monster, then activate one of these effects, inflict 400 damage to your opponent, or this card's level becomes 8 until the end phase. This is a useful card. Um, they seem to have a lot of uh, graveyard synergy based on the duels with Quattro, and you dispose of a monster, this becomes level 8. That'll help you get into your rank 8 sync, uh, Xyz place, excuse me. And, um, you know, some of the monsters they use in the extra deck are rank 8, so um, that helps towards that, and it helps them discard stuff as well. So this is a pretty useful card for his archetype. It's, prob- it's very possible his archetype just sucks, so um, there's that. But this helps towards any rank 8 Xyz summon as well. The little burn ability isn't too useful. It'll help you steal a win in a close game sometimes, but usually you're just going for the, the level 8 modulation with this card. Alright. Um, gimmick Puppet Magnet. This is a level 8 Dark Machine. 1,000, 1,000. If your opponent controls a monster and all monsters you control are face-up Gimmick Puppet Monsters minimum 1, you can special summon this from your hand. We're seeing a lot of cards that ramp onto the board. 
And this is a level 8 ramp, which is pretty good. But the problem is you need a monster and they need a monster. And your monster needs to be a gimmick puppet. So this is quite limited. Um, like just as a general use card, it's not that good because you need to be playing gimmick puppet. You know, Cyber Dragon, you could just run in any deck and um, it's a free ramp. This you need pretty much need to run in gimmick puppet, but it is what it is, and it works with the egghead to make a rank eight Xyz play. So both of these have the same goal of being level eight monsters on the board to support this archetype, and as well as general rank eight Xyz summoning. They can work together pretty well, and they're all machines, which might have some implications with certain cards that that work with machines, but. Right now, like, like I guess you could... Machines, you could think about um, Desperado Barrel Dragons because that comes out when a machine is destroyed, so there's a thought there. Alright, let's talk about the Tag Duel Tournament. Two new cards here. I, I do notice that this has one of the more difficult duels with Yugi and Pegasus uh, in the last part of the special cup, the last duel you have, because Pegasus's uh, field spell protects his tune monsters, and they just attack you directly for the win. So that's a very tough duel on an auto duel. If you're doing it yourself, you pretty much pack a deck with Cosmic Cyclone, something that can remove his field spell. Because it will get pretty difficult on all duel, and you're just pretty much just wasting your resources um, if you're losing in the auto duel. But anyways, we got two new cards here. Um... First one is Harpy Oracle, level 4, Wind, Winged Beast, 1300, 1400. This card's name becomes Harpy Lady when on the field or in the graveyard. You can use each of these effects once per turn. If you control level 5 or higher Harpy, you can special summon this from your hand. If this is normal or special summoned, you can add one spell or trap from your graveyard to your hand that specifically lists the card Harpy Lady Sisters in its text during the end phase of this turn. New useful piece for Harpy is a core card, I would say, um, in the end. So this lets you recycle Elegant Egotist, Harpy's Feather Rest from the graveyard. That's pretty much what it does. You don't get it. You get it at the end phase. It's kind of like the Perfumer. Not the Perfumer, the Harpist. You get the card at the end phase. Um, this also works as a free special summon. So you could you can ramp it onto the board. If you control level 5 or higher. So you pretty much have to have the Cyber Slash Harpy on the board. And then you can get this off. And then play like Elegant Egotist or something like that. So there's a lot of use for Harpy Oracle. It's more of a late game card, so you don't really need to run three of them. I would say two is probably the best move. Two or one. Um, but, you know, it, it gives you some late game power. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Harpies, I faced a deck in the KC Cup, a Harpy deck. And they ran Phalanx Pike, which is a pretty. It's an equip card that gives 900 for each card in the graveyard of the same name. And they're all the name Harpy Lady, so pretty strong move there. But Harpy Oracle is pretty much a, a get. You need you want to get three of these in case you run three. You probably run two, but this is a card that's pretty important for the deck. And Mustering of the Dark Scorpions, spell card. If you, fa if you control a face of Donza Lug, you can special summon a number of Dark Scorpion monsters from your hand. Only one copy of each. This is why we got Donzalug, I guess. We only got one copy of Donzalug and uh, unlimited copies of the spell. 
which is kind of funny. So this isn't that good in Duel Links because you only have three monster zones, so you can't unfortunately you can't special summon all of the Dark Scorpions in the same turn. Um, it's a little situational. You need to have your one copy of Don's Luke. You need to have your Dark Scorpions in hand. You need to have this card. So there's a lot of resources you're spending. What you're doing is you're pretty much flooding the board. You can summon Meanie the Thorn or with with uh, Don Salug and you got a rank 4 XZs. You can get Cliff or Chick for a rank 3. You know, this is all like a an anime play of Dark Scorpions. They had the whole episode in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Um, you can get an XZs playoff, sure. You can get them on the board, sure. For Dark Scorpion, whatever they do, but... Uh, this is more uh, definitely a fun card, a good card. Alright, so let's get to the new box, which is not exactly confirmed. They haven't put in the other cards that would come into the box as well. Let's call it Eternal Stream. Um, and let's talk about the URs and SRs. There's some hype about this box because it brings back, it enhances old archetypes brings back a new it brings forth a new archetype and a lot of these cards are pretty hyped so let's talk about it in the urs there's only one of each in this box the neo galaxy eyes photon dragon rank 8 dragon xc's light 3 level 8 monsters 4500 attack 3000 defense if this card is xc summoned using galaxy eyes photon dragon as any of its materials all other face of cards currently on the field have their effects negated. Once per turn, you can detach one material from this card. Detach all materials from monsters your opponent controls. Then this card gains 500 attack for each. Also, it can attack up to that many times each battle phase this turn. This is the classic OP card that's hard to get on the board. Three level 8 monsters on the board. Do overlay. And you, if you use Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon as one of the monsters, you negate effects of all face-up cards. So this could be Necro Valley or Venus Chain, anything like that. You can de- um, regular ability, you can attach one material, detach all materials from monsters your opponent controls. So this is like an anti-XCs card. And if you looked at you know any of the top decks, we're pretty much in the XCs era now. Synchro Summons have fallen off the wayside, and XCs is here. So this... This makes those Xyz monsters less powerful. Um, it weakens them. And this card gains a lot of attack. And then it can pretty much kill your opponent that turn. The problem with this card, of course, is it can't really... It could get chained. Like You could chain a Phoenix Chain to it. You could chain a Book of Moon to this. You can chain Karmacon on this. There's no protection against that back row ability. Um... You have to make sure you get rid of that stuff on the board. And that's always been the problem with the Galaxy archetype. Um, I guess Galaxy Cyclone gets around that when they when they tutor that card. That could work for this deck. You can get rid of the back row before you can work towards this. Now, the other problem is getting a bunch of level 8 monsters onto the board. There is an SR that helps a lot with Eternal Galaxy. But besides that card... Um, the new gimmick puppet cards could, could work towards that rank 8. You can use Shorts, Child, Limit Dragon, Parsec, the Interstellar Dragon as well. Those are cards that were released previously that helped towards a rank 8 XZ summon. 
look towards the trap card Eternal Galaxy from this box because you'll be getting that card if you're digging for any of the UOs. I think this card's too powerful to be consistent, and that's the way it is. Um, even with Eternal Galaxy, it might be a bit of a challenge to get this card on the board, frankly, but you can't have this card running wild and ending games too fast. Alright, Heroic Champion Excalibur. Rank 4 Light Warrior, 2 Level 4 Warriors, 2,000 Attack, 2,000 Defense. Once per turn, you can detach 2 XD's materials from this card. This card's attack becomes double its original attack until your opponent's next end phase. Classic OTK card. Um, warrior decks can use this card easily. You could throw in Hey Trune, Night Beam, Cosmic Cyclone. Any back row removal that can help towards an OTK. And this is level 4 warrior, so you're thinking 6 Sam's, Destiny Hero, Noble Knights maybe. Warriors tend to be level 4, so it works out pretty good. And then this card's 4,000 attack, and you can pretty much win. Even things like debunk, anything that prevents a hand trap would be useful. Though, to counter this card, you would use a hand trap. So, um, yeah, warriors aren't played a ton. If you look at the tier list... I don't think there are any warriors. Blue Eyes, Star Seraph, Dark Lord, Harpies, Anamot. I guess Anamot are warriors. And some some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, so this is a fit for any warrior deck that runs level fours, which is most of them. Brotherhood of the Fire Fist Tiger King. Rank four Beast Warrior, two level four Beast Warriors, 2200 attack, 1800 defense. When this is XE summoned, you can set a fire formation spell or trap directly from the deck. Once per turn, detach one material from this card and negate the effects of all face-up effect monsters on the field except for Beast Warriors. Till the end of the turn, your opponent's turn. When this is sent from the field to the graveyard, send three fire formation spells or traps you control to the graveyard. Special summon two level four lower Beast Warriors with the same attack from your deck and face-up defense. This is not a very impressive card, frankly. It does a lot, but it's not like... It's not the front and center. And, um... We're pretty much getting all the Fire Fist cards. Um, I think the Ritual card that comes in the SR pool is better than this one, but um, this this does what you need. Um, it, it negates effects. You send them away, and then you can get another XC summon off. It's a kind of like an intermediate card, but at at, it, at the same time, it could get interfered with at any point. I don't think this is the card that makes Fire Fist good, but it's just something you include in the extra deck. Brotherhood of the Fire Fist Elephant, level 4. Beast Warrior, 1000 attack, 1800 defense. When this is normal, a special summon, send one face up fire formation spar trap to the graveyard. Special summon a fire fist from your hand, except for this one. You can target a fire formation spar trap in your graveyard, shuffle into the deck. Add a level 5 or higher fire fist monster from your deck to your hand. This is pretty decent for setting up an XZ summon or a synchro summon. Even tutors a higher a level five or higher, which is could be the ritual monster. So this can help you tutor your ritual monster that you want. Pretty solid card overall for the archetype. Alright, so we have this whole Dream Mirror archetype, which I have no idea what they do. Let's talk about it. Aikilos, the Dream Mirror Sprite, level one, light fairy, zero attack, five hundred defense. If this is special summoned by the effect of a Dream Mirror monster, you can add a Dream Mirror card from your deck to your hand except for Aikilos, the Dream Mirror Sprite. During the main or battle phase, if Dream of Terror is in the field zone, quick of quick effect, tribute this special summon an Aikilos, the Dream Mirror Mara from your deck. You 
can use this effect once per turn. Each effect once per turn. So, this is a light and dark archetype, which uh, Chaos Dragon Livinier gets even better. Um, they do a lot of tutoring. They move cards throughout the deck pretty good. You special summon this card. You can tutor any card from the Dream Mirror archetype. That's why this card's a UR. You can get your field spell. You can get your monster. You can get the other Dream Mirror. Um, it does a lot. And then you switch it off into the Mara, which is in the SR pool, which we'll talk about later. She has her own effects. Um, I'm assuming if you're playing Dream Mirrors, this is a card you would run three of. Um, maybe two. I don't know. The tutor. It's a, it's the all-purpose tutor worker card. Dream Mirror of Terror spell field spell. During the end phase, you can banish this card. Activate a Dream Mirror of Joy directly from your hand to deck, hand or deck. You can use this effect once per turn. Each time your opponent special summons a monster, inflict 150 damage to your opponent. The effect is only applied while you control a dark Dream Mirror monster. So, you need to run both of these field spells, Dream Mirror of Terror, Dream Mirror of Joy. And this inflicts 150 burn for each special summon. And that's very little, but it adds up, because there's so much special summon going on. Think about if they're facing a Ritual Beast deck, like... They're doing so many of them in a turn, they're going to take a lot of damage. So, um, it's one of the core field spells. You have to run it if you're playing Dream Mirror, so that's pretty much what it does. And then it burns them a little bit. It also triggers various effects that those monsters have. Here's a card that's super hyped. Grapha, Dragonlord of Dark World. Dark Fiend, level 8, 2700 tech, 1800 defense. You can special summon this card from your graveyard by returning one Dark World monster you control to the hand, except for Grapha. If this card is discarded to the graveyard by card effect, target one card your opponent controls, destroy that target. Then, if this card was discarded from your hand to your graveyard by an opponent's card effect, look at one random card in your opponent's hand. Then, if it was a monster, you can special summon to your side of the field. We haven't seen Dark World in a minute. And this could lead to a discard meta. This card itself, and some of the help, can lead to a discard meta. Very versatile card. You discard it. And then you special summon it from the graveyard by bouncing another card from your board. In Dark World Monsters, once they get discarded, they have various abilities. They come back onto the board. So you can get a weaker guy back for Grapho, which is 2700, which is decent attack. You discard it first, and then you control the board. You target one card your opponent controls, destroy it. So you use a Dark World card, Dark World Dealings, sure. Toss this card. Then you destroy a card on the board. So that's that's something out of the way, like a back row or a monster. Then you bring it back. Um, and then if it was discarded by an opponent's card effect, you can do something tricky with like Cerule, I think. I forgot. What, there's one of those one of those Dark World guys forces your opponent to toss something from your hand. And then you get to steal their monster. So there's like a pretty cool ability where you look at your opponent's hand and you steal a monster. Grapha is really good. I'm not sure if Dark World is going to be meta because of Grapha. They could be. Now here's another card from an old archetype. UA Power Jersey. Equip spell. Equip only to a UA monster gains a thousand attack and defense. Also, if it battles an opponent's monster, any battle damage it inflicts to your opponent is doubled. If the equipped monster destroys a monster by attack, it can make a second attack during this battle phase. During your standby phase, banish the equipped monster. If this card is sent to the graveyard because the equipped monster was returned to the hand, you can return this card to the hand. Really good card. 
This is the first UA equip spell that I remember, and it's pretty devastating. Um, I I'm thinking of Mighty Slugger as the best choice, but it could also work for some of the other cards. Basketball guy. Let me look at the UA archetype. Dreadnought Dunker. This card has 2,500. He's be 3,500. Inflicts piercing. So this guy pierces a, a blue eyes egg. It's over. You can pierce anything. It's over. 3,500. And Mighty Slugger will be 3,300. It can't be affected by cards or effects until the damage steps. So this card will just get by the back row pretty easily. Uh, Blockbacker is no good. Playmaker... Playmaker is more of like a buffer card. So, Mighty Slugger, Dreadnought Dunker. Really explosive card. Mighty Slugger will just do an OTK straight up. You destroy the monster. You hit again. You're doubling up. This is a really good card. Like, equip cards have to be really good to make it into a deck. And this is like an auto-add. Like, really good card. Last UR. Dark Ruler No More. Normal spell. Negate the effects of all face-up monsters your opponent controls until the end of this turn. Also, for the rest of this turn, after this card resolves, your opponent takes no damage. Neither player can activate monster effects in response to this card's activation. This is a give-and-take card. Um, negates all opponent monster effects, which is pretty much like playing like a forbidden um, drink. What's that called? Chalice on everyone. Um... But then you can't kill them because they take no damage. So it's a give and take. I don't expect this card to be mainstream because the nature of duelings is to kill your opponent as fast as possible and this prevents that. What this does do is it works for control decks. It's it's kind of like um, a control deck would be, you know, like something like Fire King. I mean, Nephis deck or something. You know, like, not Nephis, uh, Grunix, High Avatar Grunix. You would be controlling your opponent's board for that turn, but you won't win. Like you're kind of just like winning the board without having them take damage, I guess. It's a tech card. It's a tech card. It's not gonna be mainstream because it's slow, but it does do stuff. It's around monster protection. That's the whole goal here. Alright, talk about the SRs. And the SRs come in twos, so you're pretty much digging for the you'll get these cards as you're digging for the URs. Number forty, number sixty-four, Ronin Raccoon Sandayu, rank two Earth Beast, two level two beasts, one thousand attack, one thousand defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XZ's material from this card. Special summon one Kagamusha Raccoon token. It's a beast that's level one with questionable attack and zero defense. When summoned, its attack becomes the equal to the current attack of the monster on the field that has the highest attack. While you control another beast monster. This card cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. That's the Ronin can't be destroyed. This is an interesting card. So you're pretty much getting this this Kagamusha Raccoon who will trade with the biggest monster on the board. So let's say Blue Eyes, 3,000 attack. You're going to trade with them. If you have like a field spell, like a forest or something, you're going to be bigger than that Blue Eyes. Um, the goal is the Ronin stays on the board. Sure. Um, 
So the various level 2 beasts are getting added to the set. The Melfies, the Rin Raccoon cards. Um, yeah, they're coming into the game. So level 2 is rare, and level 2 beasts are even rare. So this is not a mainstream XZ's card, unfortunately. But um, there could be a deck around. This could be a fun little deck with level 2 beasts. Fully armored black ray lancer. This is not a new card, but it is a new card. But we see we've seen it before from an ability. Water rank four beast warrior, three level four water monsters, twenty one hundred attack, six hundred defense. You can also XZ summon this card by using a rank three water XZ monster you control that has no XZ materials as the XZ material. This card gains two hundred attack for each XZ material attached. If this face of card will be destroyed, you can detach all the XZ materials instead. If this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can target a spell or trap your opponent controls. Destroy it. Interesting card. So yeah, we saw this card from a shark skill. Uh, shark lets you use this card, but now we have the real thing. Um, interesting concept. The Xyz materials are like an armor. They they protect this guy. They give it more attack. So the Xyz materials don't serve a purpose besides being armor. They let this guy become 2700 attack. It gives this guy two lives. That's what they do. Um, so yeah, this is a water Xyz, which makes it compete in the shark territory of the shark deck. And it basically competes with Shark Drake, because both of those monsters require three level 4 monsters. Um, it's hard to evaluate this card, but we don't really use the regular Black Ray Lancer, so... I would I would lean against this card being useful. You could add it in if you have an extra slot for your Water Xyz deck. Uh, typically, that deck runs some Synchro Monsters, so it would be competing for a spot. I'm not sure, really sure what this card does. Um, it just stick. It's a little sticky. It stays on the board for two attacks. It, it could get by like a Raigeki Break. Um, yeah, it's not that good though. I, I like. It doesn't do enough for those three materials, in my opinion. Unless you can get those those materials back pretty fast. But, you know, nonetheless, this this is a little sticky. Um, it provides a monster on the board. You can destroy something like a field spell if you want afterwards. I would say, you know, less useful than more useful. But you're you're going to be getting this card if you're buying this box. You know, you throw it into Shark Stack, see if it's any good. Alright, this is the this is the good Firefist card. Brother of the Firefist Eland, level six Beast Warrior Ritual, twenty four hundred two thousand. You can ritual summon this card with Fire Formation Dome. You can discard one monster, set fire formation spell or trap directly from your deck or graveyard. When your opponent activates a monster effect quick effect, send a face of Firefist card you control to the graveyard. Uh, negate that effect. Okay, yeah. So this card is is ritual summoned with Dome, which is a continuous spell. It's interesting, continuous ritual spell. So there it is. It's tailor made. You can send that Dome to negate an effect. So this is an automatic effect negation unless they get rid of Dome. That's pretty good. And. Yeah, there's various support here. Elephant helps tutor it. Pretty good card. 
This is another pretty good card. Fire Formation Tanky. Continuous Spell. When this card's activated, you can add a level 4 lower Beast Warrior monster from your deck to your hand. All Beast Warriors control you, you control gain 100 attack. You can only activate one per turn. This is a typical 1 for 1 tutor spell for an archetype. Like, Banishment of the Dark Lords. Fortune Lady Calling. A lot of archetypes just have this one for one tutor spell. It's not sexy or anything, but it gets it's you're gonna need three of these cards. This is even better because fire formation do stuff with the continuous spells. So besides being that one for one tutor, you can abuse its abilities for those various fire formation effects. You can use it with Elon, you can use it with Tiger King. This is a very good card. This might be enough to make Fire King good now that they have all the cards. Heroic Challenger Assault Halberd. Level 4 Earth Warrior, 1800-200. It's not a fire attribute. If your opponent controls a monster and you control none, you can special summon this from the hand. If this attacks a defense monster, inflict piercing. When this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent, add a heroic card from your deck to your hand. Pretty pretty basic card. It ramps, but it's level 4, so it doesn't really matter if it ramps, but that helps towards XZ summoning. Sure. So it's like a situational cyber dragon for that same art reason, but level four, and then that does piercing, and then you could tutor. So it's it's an okay card. Um, I'm not sure how good this archetype is overall. Um, they really have like an Xyz monster in the R pool, so that's something. Achilles the Dream Mirror Mara, Dark Fairy, level one, 500 attack, zero defense. If this card is special summoned by the effect of a Dream Mirror. You can special summon a Dream Mirror monster. You can special summon one Dream Mirror monster from your hand except for Aikilos, the Dream Mirror Mara. During the main or battle phase, if Dream Mirror of Joy is in the field zone, quick effect tribute this special summon Aikilos, Dream Mirror Sprite from your deck. You can use this effect once per turn. So yeah, you need to run this with the Sprite. The difference between this and the Sprite is you special summon this, and then you can play a monster from the hand. So this lets you get into your bigger place. This archetype runs Morpheus, which is a level 8, dark and light, and also Phantasos, level 4, dark and light. I think the goal is to get the level 8, because that you can't really you can't really summon those other ways. Um, you're not going to 2 tribute summon for this guy, right? Morpheus, white knight, special summon, can't be destroyed by battle or card effects. Black knight. This target one card in the field destroyed. So you pretty much abuse those abilities with the Aikilos, Dreamer, or Mara. Core card again for this archetype. Charge into a Dark World, normal spell. Target one level four or lower Fiend Monster in your graveyard, special summon it, then target one feet, then discard one Fiend Monster. You can activate one per turn. Really good card. You can resurrect any of your level four or lower Dark Worlds, discard another, trigger further effects. You can discard Grapha. You could use this to discard Grapha and then use Grapha to bounce that monster back. There's so much interplay between the graveyard and the hand here. It's, this is another core card for Dark World. This might make Dark World good. Like this Dark World dealings, Grapha, it's a lot of stuff. Onomatopia, field spell. Each time a Utopia monster is special summoned to your side of the field, place a high five the sky counter on this card. All monsters you control gain 200 attack and defense for each high five the sky counter uh, on this card. 
Once per turn, you can remove two high five counters from this card. Special summon one Zubaba, Gagaga, Ga, Ga, Go, 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 or Dodo Monster from your deck. This is really good. Um, I'm expecting Anamat to get nerfed, so I'm not sure how useful this is, but you know, you're placing counters, you're buffing them a good amount, and you get to special summon things from the deck. So this is like a this is like um the six samurai dojo, but even better. Like this is a better version of Six Samurai Dojo. UA signing deal, normal spell. Special summon a UA monster from the deck, but its effects are negated. Also, it cannot be used as synchro XC's material for a summon. Then you lose life points equal to the level of the monster used special summon by this effect times 300. You can activate one per turn. So this card makes UA midfielder less useful. Like, not less useful. Like, UA bricked because they didn't have midfielder. This prevents you from needing midfielder. You'll, you'll, you'll probably play both to increase your to decrease the chance of bricking. So you run signing deal and midfielder, and then you're pretty much set. So you can bring bring out a big guy, and then you return it to the hand and switch it out of another one. So you don't need midfielder, pretty much. That's the whole point of this card. And you take damage. And that could be underlooked, because various dual skills trigger off losing life points. This is sneaky useful. I'm expecting UA to use an ability... They could use Beatdown, sure, but um, they could definitely use an ability where losing life points is needed. And UA signing deal helps accomplish that. Eternal Galaxy, trap card. If you control a Photon or Galaxy monster, target one Xyz monster you control. Special summon from your extra deck one Photon or Galaxy Xyz monster that's four ranks higher than that one, using that target as material. This is treated as an Xyz summon. Transfer its materials to the summoned monster. You can only activate one per turn. So this helps Neo Galaxy Ice Photon Dragon a lot. And the card you would do it with is Star Liege Lord Galaxion. Um, it's just an Xyz monster. It doesn't have a requirement. So you need a Photon or Galaxy on the board though. So Star Liege Lord Galaxion. You cost his materials. You bring out Galaxy Ice Photon Dragon. Activate this trap card. Use the Star Liege Lord Galaxion as your material, who's four ranks lower than Neo Eyes Galaxy Photon Dragon. Now you got Neo Eyes Galaxy Photon Dragon and Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon on the board at the same time. This is probably the easiest way to summon this monster with Star Large Lord Galaxion. Last but not least, Trap Hole. Trap card when your opponent normal. Or flip summons one monster, flip summons. With 1,000 1, or more attack, target that monster destroyed. Everyone knows what trap hole is. It's a classic hole card. And I'm not sure if it's better than Floodgate at this point in the game. Like, this was probably too OP to release in the beginning of the game. Because this is like one of the first Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Because <laughs> um, monsters come out of the graveyard so easily, you know. Like, like, Dark World just wants to toss stuff into the graveyard. They want their stuff in the graveyard. So, you know, Trap Hole, I don't know. I don't know how useful it is. It's definitely a useful card for control decks, though. Like, they're going to... Odeon Endless Trap Hell is going to pack any control card they have, and Trap Hole fits the bill. So, I would say it's a must-have for control decks, and it's a pretty good back row for other decks. Like, back row, 
you have so many options. This won't cost you a discard, so it's not it's not like Raigeki Break. Raigeki Break is better for a discard deck, but if you're not discarding for benefit, maybe Trap Hole's better. That's something to think about. Now note that this is normal or flip summon, so like a special summon will get by Trap Hole. I think that's the main problem with Trap Hole. This is just a disruption under monsters without special summoning or coming out of the extra deck. So Trap Hole is limited by that, but it can get get you through that first move. It's it's definitely an early game card. You want to use it right away. That's it. That's the box that's not confirmed yet. The order of these cards will shift around. Next week when this box is confirmed, I'll talk about the R's and N's from this box. That is it for the episode. Upcoming news, Duelist Roads Exile, the Soul of XZ Summoning coming up in the last week. We have a few days before that shows up. And Duel Link's Mission Research is back as well. We have all the news coming up. Probably by the next episode, we'll have that all around. That is it. Thanks for listening. Search and subscribe for this podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, search the Duel Assessment, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Link's podcast, you'll find it. All these notes are on the duelassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. All right, stay safe and healthy. See you next time. <laughs>